This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Seems impossible to fail. Six minutes after the hour is six o'clock on this the sixteenth day of November. Oh yeah, sixteen days already. You know what that means? Forty days to Christmas. Four zero. Uh huh. 24 degrees at Piago International Airport, 24 at Crown Point in Tobago. Thank you, Paul Richards. Or should I say, Dr. Paul? For our news update, of course, we have major news coming up at 7 o'clock. News brief again at 8. All good to see Sean Clay on the services. Podcasting this morning. We got Richard Rangabaris. We got Wendell Stephen. You don't sleep from Paul Richards. We got Ruben in the background. My name is Steve Kahn. We're going to keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning, all right? Well, let's take a look what's happening traffic-wise as you make your commute to leave the house. You got up so early. Yeah, I know it is. Santa Rosa. You got some traffic until Omero Road. Yeah, some volume there. And then pretty much from Maloney to Piaco and not too bad. Just from... Trin City towards you, we got some. A little bit of build up by Arima Old Road on Eastern Main Road, going to Takarigua and Paje, got some. Kelly Village is building up already. Heading into the capital, just volume. Nothing out in the lane rises out in the west. Let's head up south and make our way up north and see what's happening there. Let's see. Oh, we got lane rises out in the southland. Nothing there to tell you about. But he takes a solo northbound. Just after Kuva, towards Chicagonas. That main road is already busy. And then, um, yeah, after Chicagonas, we got some traffic as you head towards the interchange, all right? The traffic update for you. Please use the indicator when driving. Let's see who sent us hellos first thing this morning on this Wednesday. Let's see. Uh-huh, that's Tuesday. Here we go, Wednesday. 
All right. Hey, hey, it's hump day to the PBS, Ruben, and all wonderful people. Wednesday to all the women. Wednesday to all the women locked on. Here's a love day. All right, Ken E. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. You came in second. Ah, oh, boy. Godzillian Valencia, good morning. Maria Marva. Oliver Man Warren. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. And good morning to Ruben. Reno Halasi, a.k.a. DJ Ray out in Tampa. Good morning. CJ, what's happening in New York? Rainy and cloudy morning. Have a great day. Oh, you do? You have a rainy and cloudy morning. Well, 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 look at that. It's nine degrees there, CJ. Ms. Maloney Dudu, what's going on? Kenny? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Good morning. Oh, you start your painting and your washing and... Yeah. Usual Christmas stuff, cleaning up. I haven't started anything yet. Uh-uh, nothing. So let me say good morning, good out to the guys. Let me say good morning, good out to Wendell Stephen. What's happening, my friend? Morning, <clears throat> sorry, morning Steve, morning Paul, morning Richard, good morning Trinidad and Tobago, and good morning listeners and viewers all over the globe. It's Wednesday morning, it's a beautiful morning, um, so for those who are alive, enjoy it, for those who have passed, my sincere condolences. I had a friend on Facebook whose son passed away yesterday and she was in great grief, you know, they really never words to put to when especially when you have to bury your children you know it's, it's extremely uh, extremely stressful you know so condolences to those families who would love have, have lost loved ones you know, um, i have a story to give but i guess when paul comes in yeah I, I let me just that. bring in paul here paul richards good morning good morning guys you're, you're very low this morning i will tell you that okay yeah yeah, morning to you, Paul. How are you going? Let me see if I can check to see if any of my settings change. I don't think so, but is this... No. I is think it's just... Better? It's a little better. I think you're just talking soft. Good morning. How are you oh, guys this there morning? There you go. We're good, man. We're good. There you go. What's your story, Wendell? All right. Um, I got, I have to tell you, all the symptoms of covid on monday i i swear not well not all but i got i had belabored i was having trouble breathing i didn't sleep a wink on monday night actually i actually deliberately kept myself up because every time i lay down i felt like if i was on my last breath it was that bad and i i tried lying down on my left side my right side my back my stomach fetal position you name it i tried all different manner positions and I just could not sleep. And anytime I felt like I was going to sleep, I felt like I was about to take my last breath. And it was, I have to say, the most disturbing feeling I've ever had. My chest was hurting and I just could not breathe properly. I got up, I walked about the place. And I eventually, I mean, I, I reached out to a friend and and, and, and he stayed on the phone with me for about two hours because I just didn't want to sleep. I was afraid to go to sleep. My anxiety level was so high, I was afraid to go to sleep. I've never felt that way before. 
I mean, I prayed. I did all manner of things during that Monday night into Tuesday morning that kept me up. And I got up, I mixed tea. I, I drank two, three cups of different types of tea. You know, it was the most uneasy feeling I've ever had in my life. I have to be very, very um, serious. It was the most uneasy and uncomfortable night I've ever had in my entire life. And eventually I did fall asleep about five, half past five in the morning. And of course got back up by just after six, you know. Um, but I did a COVID test um, yesterday um, just to be sure. Uh, because it felt like this, the, 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 this one of the symptoms of COVID with the chest pain, the bad, the, the belabored breathing, you know, it felt like one of those symptoms. And I had a slight cough, but I did the COVID test and it came up negative because by the time, of course, I got back home, I felt a lot better. So I don't know if, I, I don't know what, I, I can't say what it was. Uh, I don't want to hazard any guess, but it was the most awful feeling I've ever had in my entire life. I I can't explain, but no body pains? Eh? Body no, pains. I didn't really get I didn't really get body pains. I took part of all multi You have the flu, Wendell. That's huh? it. You have the flu. No, I don't. I don't I didn't have, see the you flu. have COVID, you know, but you had all the flu symptoms. Hmm. Those are flu symptoms. I didn't say you have COVID. I said you have mm-hmm. the flu. No, but for, for me to have the flu, I would have had to be coughing. I would have had to be sneezing. <clears throat> I would you, have had... You said, but flus have different symptoms. Mm-hmm. You said you had all the f- symptoms of COVID, almost mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Which are flu symptoms. Yeah, but it was a, it was an uneasy feeling, I have to tell you. It was, it was you know, you, you know you're, you're, you're lying down and you're breathing and... At one point in your time, you feel like you're not breathing anymore, and you jump up. That's what was happening to me. So I kept getting up and walking, and I'm saying, "Jesus, what is this?" You know. And I, I just paced the floor. I got out of the room. I walked the the, 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 the compound. I just, I just had to keep moving just to stay awake. You know. And that's that's what I did successfully from. 10 the, follow, the previous night, maybe a little earlier, to 5 the next morning, I did not sleep a wink. You know, so. But all's well, all's well. Thank God for that, you know. Sure, you're um, fine now. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm better now. I'm better now. I feel a lot better being home and in my own bed. And, 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 and that's, how, that's how I feel. Okay. So let me do birthday greetings then. Denise Demon, who I know for sure listens to us. Happy birthday, Denise. Uh, Kester Knights. Uh, Avinash Singh, sen- he's a senator. Well, he's a minister. Um, Keon Hall, Jasmine Lovelace. Hi, Jasmine. Hakim Ahmad, Nicolan Bushel, uh, Gopichan Suku, and Janisha Joseph. They all celebrating birthdays today. Hope you all have an absolutely fantastic day. Yesterday was Abel Jackson's birthday. Happy belated greetings, Abel. And of course, Sir Charles's wife's birthday was on Saturday, Sunday. Oh, was it okay? Well, no, the day before, Monday. Monday, Monday. I forgot that on Monday. So belated greetings um, 
with um, Daniel Davis. Right? And Maurice James was Monday too. Maurice James is not that DJ. What is his name? Miserable boy? You mean Jackman? Yeah, it's Jackman. But then not, no, Maggie? Then Maggie. That is a different one. Really? That is a different one. Alright, so okay. those, are, those are my greetings and my story for the morning. Of course, um, the news is in all the newspapers. I've only checked online express is again a set of depressing news. Yeah, I, I woke up with, 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 with that this morning. I woke up with um um that ten people were shot in, in a period of time in within four hours apparently. From mm. St. Vincent Street to Napuna to um Grandy, Dabadi, you know. I I don't know boy. I see Jamaica is a limited state of emergency in, in some areas. Mm-hmm. Well, they take front, as Paul said. Well, Jamaica gets really out of hand, eh? Are we not? <laughs> yeah. We No, we are out of hand, but Jamaica re- gets really, really bad. Eh? Well, I think Prime Minister Hollis, uh they have recorded... Where is my information? It's right in front of you. They have recorded 1,360 murders between January 1st and November 13th this year, an increase of 6.8% over the same period in 2021. And gang violence is reported to be the reason for 71% of murders like Trinidad and Tobago. So I think, and Jamaica's population is double 2.9 million, just, just under 3 just million. Just under 3, yeah. So that they have double the population of Trinidad and Tobago. And Prime Minister Hollis clearly is taking in front, as we say, being proactive because he doesn't want it to escalate into even more than this. Mm-hmm. So he not going down, allowing it to continue at all. He has, their constitution is a bit different. They can have limited states of emergency in particular parishes or parts of parishes. Mm-hmm. I don't think our constitution allows for that, if I'm not mistaken. D- didn't we have a limited state of emergency? Well, uh, there are questions about its legitimacy. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. the question is about whether it was constitutional or not. I remember that. So, I put a question to the group this morning. Should we change our law to accommodate for that? Mm-hmm. I like that more. Should we change our laws to accommodate for limited states of emergency in specific areas to combat gang violence? Mm. My answer would be yes. Yeah. As opposed to locking down the whole country, you understand? But then, if you are practical about that, you'd have to put Porter Spin under limited state of emergency. Yeah, boy. Because a lot yeah. of the, the, the murders occur in Porter Spain. Yes. So, you know. Specifically, specifically, and that's why Jamaica did parts of Kingston, not all of Kingston, Mm. as apparently is allowed by their constitution. So, I think he's he's being proactive as the leader of the country, and he said it's a threat to property, uh, public order, and also uh, a hindrance to Jamaica's development. Mm. So, those are what's the opinion of the opposition in Grenada? I mean, in Jamaica. You know, I didn't see. I didn't see any um, response. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any response. 
That might uh, also that might also make a difference there. Well, it depends on the, the, the level of majority Hollis has also in the in the, in the parliament. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. Yes. If he has a strong majority, it might make a difference what the opposition opposition thinks. We we have a very slim majority in terms of the the, the way our system is, is, is the outcome of our system. And, uh, that that may require some sort of constitutional majority. Here, yes, it will. Here, yeah. it yes. will here if we had to change that kind of law. I'm sure if you look, it will it will be a constitutional majority needed. Well, that ain't happening with this opposition. Sorry to sorry to be so blunt. Well, I don't know. I think it's this very opposition that initiated a, a so-called limited state of emergency. Did it? Did it? Exactly. Did it? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, and for these very same reasons. Mm. I think... Well, they, they gave all manner of reasons back then, eh? Was it associated with this so-called threat that the union said was to thwart the action? It was a suit. You mean back in 2011? I can't remember what year it was. It was, was, some... it, it was, it was 2011. They said it was... They said it was based on a spate of killings it had over a weekend. Yes. I remember about three and or a four. Threat. And, and a major yes. threat that was not detailed. And the Prime Minister. Right. Some Muslims. They said Muslims were threatening. Right. Oh, they gave all manner of reasons. But the unions asserted that it was to stop their action also. Right. At the time. So we never really got... We really never was. really got... Yeah, there was always a, a differential of narratives where that is concerned. Yes. Right. So... But there, but there was a so-called limited state of emergency. I'm mm-hmm. getting a feedback from someone. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know. Don't Can't look be. at me. I checked all that already this morning. Okay. Not me. I'm, I'm in a very quiet place. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and the Barbados are. I am also hearing it. I think it's from Yomin Paul. But I think I know what it is. I just need Okay. We're going to fix it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Should be gone now. Should be gone. Let's hear. Right, it's gone now. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Like was, a bad was, rush. It's gone. I was testing another system with Ruben in the background. Oh. Um, yeah, so I just kicked Ruben off, the system, off that system. I think Ruben's... Ruben again. Ruben again. Uh, Ruben's mic on that system was open, so just coming back into this system. Okay. See, we high tech, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch. Barbados's opposition is questioning the amount of money Prime Minister Motley's trips are costing taxpayers of Barbados and the benefits they can expect from them. And they're also concerned with the large contingents accompanying Prime Minister Motley. Oh. So. Well, yeah. They have the right to ask. Just yesterday, I get, I the Attorney General in, in, in the Senate answered questions from Senator Mark about the trips uh, of the former AG and of himself. Where mm-hmm. they were, who went with him, and what it cost. Which the AG was he's happy to supply. Also in, in writing, he agreed to supply to Senator Mark in writing. So it's accountability, nothing wrong with that. I guess so, because the opposition um, asking about Dr. Rowley's um, soirees on the court, on the golf course, and his comments about cricket. I don't know if they, I don't know if they know that Dr. Rowley, one of his great passions is cricket, you know, and West Indies cricket in particular. Well, Dr. Rowley responded to Dr. Gopi Singh. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't Yesterday. know how close how close Dr. Orley and Dr. Gopi Singh really are, you know. Well, he responded to Dr. Gopi Singh yesterday on Facebook and said, golf is very good for your health, my friend. Much better than raising a glass of white rum or vodka. <laughs> he, I, was he telling him to tell the opposition leader that? I think he, wasn't, was. he did not call any, any reference to that. He just made that statement. Right. I don't think he meant it to. I don't think he meant it to to Doctor Gopi Singh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not ascribing who he meant or didn't mean it to. I'm hazarding a guess. He was responding to Doctor Gopi Singh. <laughs> Let me see, Papa. You didn't read the whole thing, man. Read the whole thing. Uh. Wait. I don't want to read the whole thing. I don't want to read the whole thing. I just find that you know we need to grow up as a nation. Our politicians need to grow up a little bit and deal with the job that is on hand. Well, who are you talking about? Because everybody, Trump, everybody, because the opposition went on a platform <clears throat> and had a problem with Dr. Rowley playing golfing. No, I'm not really talking about golfing. I'm just talking in general. Mm. There's so much things to be done in this country. Mm. And, uh, you know, they're studying who playing golf and who drinking whatever and who doing this and who do and, and blaming this. Just get on with the job. Trinidad and Tobago is in a crisis situation I from a lot of angles. It can't. It was just some light political banter. That's all. Yeah, you I know. Think, I think that's what it was. It was just light political banter, which is allowed. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not really talking about that statement. I just, I just find that there's so much to be done. We need to start doing some work. By the way, partner, my exercise regime is strongly recommended and supported by my doctor. And I am sure that you can attest that walking the Mocock Golf Course at daybreak is a delightful exercise which is far more helpful and beneficial than frequently raising a glass of vodka or white wine. <laughs> right. I, I, also played, I also played cricket with Dr. Tim Gupi Singh. I played against him in one match, I remember, down Fatima Browns on the turf on Fatima. Um, Queen's Park, Queen's Park, he played for Queen's Park at the time. I wasn't yet a member and I was playing with a sporting club. Way back in the day, I was a young, young fella, you know me, I just loved cricket and I was actually playing cricket with people three, twice my age at the time, you know. Um, and I remember playing against him down on Fatima Browns. I reminded him of that when we interviewed him one day. Um, yeah, Queen's Park used to walk with the umpires back then, yes, I swear to God. <laughs> For anybody who played cricket back in the day, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There are two umpires. One, one, was, the, in, one was a national and international umpire, uh, Mr. Kamavach, and an ex-dark, dark fella. Two of them used to umpire almost all Queen's Park games. And Queen's Park didn't use to lose. Because <laughs> back then, there are no reviews and stuff like that. And, uh, you get hit on your part, and men appeal, and pass sending you. You're casting nothing. You get hit in your chest, and it gone down leg side, the keeper catch it. You red mark on your shirt from the ball. They appeal, and pass sending you. But you're showing your umpire the red mark on the ball, with the ball it here. You ain't care, no? You're out. You got to go. All that I went through playing cricket. <laughs> you come forward, a ball hit your pad. You hear an appeal because it's gone somewhere. You don't even know it's gone. 
a man catch it. Uh, yeah, he appeal and next thing you look up the wicked young person in you. You see, Bob, what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, the days of cricket long ago. <laughs> and both Dr. Rowley and Dr. Tim Gopisian played plenty cricket back in the day. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Gopisian does not make, miss cricket in the Oval. And I don't think neither does Dr. Rowley. Because I see Dr. Gopisian all the time. He and Vasan Barat, they always in cricket. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was just a little light humor that they exchange. What else is happening in Trinidad and Tobago today, besides the good weather? A three-year-old boy has been hospitalized after being mauled by a neighbor's dog. Remember when I was telling yeah, you, Steve, the other day that that I don't let my dogs in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I don't play. I do not play. Nobody should play with up, I I, It didn't say close, what so. kind of dog, though. I, I read his story, but it didn't say what kind of dog. Because I live close to a school, a primary school, so so they always school children up and down the street. Hmm. So I don't play. Right? Uh, the mother, uh, commendations to her. Her action probably saved her son's life. They were mm -hmm. in the gallery of the home in Barrack Poor, and she said the dog... Uh, Apparently ran to them and mauled her son. She grabbed the child and saved him. Right? Uh, she said she was threatened, I guess, by the owner of the dog not to go public, but she could not care less and wants justice for her son. Well, why would she be threatened because of that? Well, people have all sorts of motives. Yeah. The dog came into their house. And he is sitting yeah, in, his, in his front porch. Nothing wrong with that. You know, but I mean, I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen, I've seen people. There are sorts of motives. Yeah, I've seen people mistreat dogs in such a way when they don't realize when they do something like that. It, it's such a psychological effect onto the dog. Makes them I've seen people holding a, a, a pit bull and facing, bend over and facing the dog and, and slapping the dog to try and get him aggressive. It, you know. Yeah. You see a word again, yes. But um, well, kudos to the mother for it is a responsibility. Paul yeah. is being responsible. He knows that that there's a primary school close by, and so he has now made it his 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 yard in such a way that his dogs cannot go in front. He is being responsible. Yeah, we put up two six foot fences you inside know? of the house. The dog cannot come forward. In addition to the front fence, yeah. you understand? So the dogs, as a matter of one side has two fences. Well, there you so go. The dogs, You're being so responsible. But there are people forward. that are not responsible. Not responsible. Somebody doesn't want a dog anymore. You know what they did? They went and took a chain and tied him up to, to a bridge yeah. yesterday. Thank goodness he was rescued. But coming back to that story with the kid, thank goodness his mother rescued him. But thank He's, goodness the mother was in the porch at the time. He could you imagine if the mom went inside to get a glass of water and, and you know things happen within a split second? Well, mm -hmm. you shouldn't leave a, a three-year-old on a porch by himself anyway. No, but you think that uh, you're at home. So I'm sure that happens. You shouldn't leave a three-year-old on the porch. You especially you now, you really don't know what's going on. Three-year-old should not be unsupervised at all. Yeah. yeah. So well, the circumstances mother. too is that the house <clears> is not fenced. 
Yeah. Um, it's a newly built house, but it's not fenced as yet too. So really, she would not have left him there alone. I don't think so. Which means the onus is on the owner of the dog to secure his animal. Yes. Yeah. It's an Akita and a mongrel mix. It weighs about 200 pounds. Wow. That's the estimation of the mother. Hmm. Hmm. This child is alive and recovering. Yeah. Hmm. And it happened the day after his birthday, as you reported in our newscast at 6. Sad story. Sad story. That Donald person, Trump. That person who owned that dog, whoever that contractor is, he in trouble. He better be. He better face up to that one time. Oh yeah, go and turn yourself in. He in trouble because that's a breach of the president. That's a breach of the president law. Yeah, it is a breach. Yeah, I'm sure the he police in, in in doing their job for sure. Donald yeah. Trump has announced his bid for the White House in 2024. <laughs> yeah, but did you did you? You know, I, when I was leaving the house just before um, I left, and I was listening, to, I was just listening, I wasn't watching to the news. And um, they're saying that the response for him um, was not like the first time he ran, or the second time. But people in the, in the hall decided, well, you know, they wanted to leave, and they were not allowed to leave, they closed the doors. <laughs> That's good for them. They are no right being around anything. They closed the doors so the, the people that went to, to, to see him could not leave. I would have locked the doors too if I was I said, Trump. wow. Well, you're well, brave enough to very, come here to hear me. It's very strategic on behalf of Trump because his influence in the midterm has not been what he expected. He uh, People who have he had supported openly and campaigned for have lost so politically he's lost his team and now this is the best way to revive his fortunes and reinvigorate mm -hmm. interest in him so he's done that yesterday no surprise to me i knew i told the news he was going to do it yeah because he has to, he has to do something to shake up and get more attention but yeah. donald trump is not going to win again yeah his political fortunes are dwindling and the republican party is slowly mm -hmm. starting to distance itself from him mm -hmm. well mike and pence did that. a sit down interview the other day and basically through him he, everybody and uh, well him under the bus <laughs> well this is after donald trump threw him under the bus so pence just shut him out true <laughs> pence is a wuss it's only, it's only since trump, trump after january 6th and trump destroyed all of them that pence turned in all you know so well well it's never too late to, to pence them is, is opportunist here mm. so he, he, he has might, to distance himself in now running. because his legacy is now attached to the disastrous tomb of Donald Trump, but he can't pull away from that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's the next one. Yeah, I but still have trying. to watch the. Um, he's trying. I, I I taped the the David Muir interview with Mr. Pence this week Monday. I still have to watch that. Mm. I want to see. I want to read. I want to hear. I want to see that. I'll mm. probably do that today. You know, Pence could say I want to hear. No. <laughs> And back at home, the Police Service Commission has announced the extension of the recruitment process for creating the merit list. It's now shifted to January 31st, 2023. Mm -hmm. It was originally supposed to be completed by the end of this year. 
Right, by December 31st. I'm expecting some sort of response from Mr. Griffith this later on today. Well, I'm wondering what are the reasons? They didn't give any reasons, did they? Well, they must have a long list. A long list? Or the right list ain't come forward yet. I don't know what you're referring to, sir. Me, I ain't referring to nothing. I don't know what is the right list. They are creating a right in parentheses. Well, what is the right list? I don't know. I just hazarding. I just guessing. Okay, I don't well. Because they because for them to for them to extend it, um, you're right. It may be because of the amount of um people they have they have applied but then no that's that's no reason to to, to extend well that's not really a reason to extend but if the list is long and the, the vetting process is taking longer than expected that's a reason they want to be thorough but given what but, has happened in the past do you want to risk not crossing your teeth and dotting your eyes and end up in back and then court on the front page again right so what is not clear then is is it that people can still apply all the way up till january 31st that is what doubt, is not I, I doubt very much. If the, if so they the, are to if they are to supply the merit list by January thirty first, it would be impossible to think that people can apply up to that time and they have enough time to vet new applicants. Well, that's what we need to find out. Somebody needs to tell us that. That the application process they, they has never ended. Said, they never said the application, they said the process is ex the, the end of the process will be in January thirty first next year. Right. So they need to explain to us what they mean by that. Is it that that no no the application process has ended, but the vetting process has been extended till then? That's what they need to explain to us. Quite possibly. And the police recovered the two panel vans stolen from web source shipping company. One found in Laventil and one found on where Silbert Street. Where is that? One in Wharton Street and one in Silbert Street in Port of Spain. Silbert Street in Port of Spain. S Y L B R T. Okay, I never heard about that street in my life. I don't know it either. I heard about Wharton Street. I never heard about Silbert Street. So, hmm. actually, Silbert Street seems to have been in Laventil. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but one one of them was found with some goods left in it. Yeah. Hmm. Christmas coming again, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a that's a well orchestrated robbery, right? based on based on what the equipment used and and the places they passed and whatnot. That was well planned. That wasn't just a random let you go and break in this place, guys. You know where they passed, how they gained access. What they took and then they just smashed their way out. Eh? So they didn't care at the end of the day if 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 they were if they were about to be caught or, or, or some alert went off. They smashed their way out and gone. Well. Ah. So I need to up the security now. Well, clearly when I listened to Mr. Marge is Marge last evening. Yeah, and he said that they thought they were impregnable, but now they know different. <laughs> impregnable bandits in Trinidad. <laughs> there is no such thing. Mm. Hmm. There is no such thing. Silbert is higher up on the back road. Okay, thanks, um, Deborah. 
And uh, the mother of Jelani Romney, Gaddafi Romney, says that her son knew this day was coming, referring to his, of course, his murder. She knew what? She knew that his, she said that he knew that the day of his death was coming. Okay. He said that the family had been under constant monitoring from the police since the death of PC Clarence Gilks back in April. Uh, she said that uh, cars would be circling, both marked and unmarked police cars, their home. And uh, he said that since he got cleared and his name was cleared, he has been under police surveillance, surveillance constantly in unmarked police cars. <laughs> he said so much so was the, the, the surveillance, he couldn't even stay in which plane uh, where his home was. She said, quote, cars were always turning up in front of my daughter's residence. I always felt being followed. As a matter of fact, there was one police chief that kept circling wherever I went. But outside of that, we knew we were not safe. He, she said he knew this was coming. Hmm. You know. Okay. She well, said he was very cautious of venturing outside since PC Jilk's death. Of course, we all know what happened where that is concerned. Yeah. Where he'd been the subject of being a manhunt. Uh, and she said that um, she remember seeing the headline when she got up that morning and her son sent them. So are you trying to put it on me? Uh, but leave my name out where I am at this, please. And of course, had he not had the presence of mind at that time to go into hiding, you know, uh, and, and of course... Evading police capture is against the law, but he had to do it in his mind to save his life. Yeah, which is which is really tragic because I mean, uh, imagine a police are accusing you of killing one of their colleagues and have a manhunt out for you when it, when it's one of their bullets killed their colleague. I mean, I, I have heard of nothing crazier than that. I mean, it's un, not unthinkable in the world. But imagine you're the subject of that sort of scenario and what goes through your mind. Mm-hmm. You understand? And, and, and again, two people have been charged and, and they carry on like if, well, okay, let's move on. That was such a frightening specter of what is capable, some, some police are capable of. Yeah. And then you mislead the commissioner who jumped out himself and make a public statement, make a fool of yourself, how to retract it. You understand? Yeah. And the rest is history. And now the young man is dead. Hmm. Well, is it that is it that the that she is hinting in that article that it may have been um an extrajudicial killing in the case of her son this time? I got no impression of that. I said okay. she he she said. He knew this day was coming. She did not intonate whether it was some gang people or police. She just said he knew this day was coming. Mm. But he was fearful for his life. And he had been fearful for his life since the PC Jerks shooting. So, yeah. And I can't you know, blame you, him you, for being fearful for his life. You know what has never come out um, thus far? What what was the What was the idea behind the raid at the point in time? on Jelani Romney and whomever else existed down in that area. What was the purpose behind it? 
well, what were they, the news what are they, what are they he involved? He had been known to be involved in some sort of some active criminal activities. Eh? Right, that has not he really. Was, come he was out, not eh? unknown to police. Right, that has, but that part of the story has not really come out. Eh? What was the purpose of that particular raid that day, too? Yeah. The you understand? Is, when you think about it now, given all that's happened, and he really embarrassing the police after they made fools of themselves, and really. Uh, I would have to say terrorized him for no reason because he was not the person who killed PC mm. Jokes. If any effort will be put into finding his killer or killers. You mean his Jelani? Yeah, Rogers? exactly. Oh. <laughs> well, I think and I have a question, already. but they find him a Shukan killer. True. And, and this young man was in really uh, dire circumstances where they are concerned. So, I mean, it's really just sad. I mean, condolences to his family. And mm. we tend to just say, well, he was another quote-unquote bad boy. So, let we just forget him. But I can't say that because it's another life lost. That, that's sad, yes. And it's sad. Mm. Let me and see it, if I can help you with the Express online. Mm -hmm. um, mother hits coward Connor at his husband, and that's the mother of Keisha Bostick. Miss um, Marva Bostic. Um, the funeral was yesterday. Um, a lot of tributes came out for her. So that's one of the stories. Mom rescues toddler mauled by dog at home. We talked about that earlier on. Uh, brazen bandits, and that's the bandits at Web Source. That's a story by Gassi Gonzalez. Woman charged with beaten husband. Oh, that's a that's a big story. A woman charged with beating her husband and threatening to kill him was placed on $10,000 bail on Monday. Vehicles, cargo stolen and web source breaking. Um, there, there's another story about that. I know, um, and I, I, you know, I believe the, the presents I bought you all for Christmas was in that. I think that was stolen. Yeah, I was told Adan, they had a lot of presents in that too for a lot of women friends he has. Venezuelan child taken away. Adande, a joke in it. <laughs> Venezuelan child taken away in Bistrica, missing. Karen sues PNM. I swear to God, Karen University share had too much money and too much time. That, so that's the stories that are a trending in Express Online today. All right? Mm -hmm. Of course, I sent... Did I send you all the videos of, of Qatar, the preparation? Wow. All I can say is, wow. What's happening in Qatar right now for World Cup? Jeez, you web. That is that is money spending like rain. Are the news day? Yes, you can. Okay, it's Wednesday, 16th November. Trending in the news day, Unicut Chairman Moni Dalmark, misleading public, and money for PM's Tobago residents. Murder in Panyard. Murdered witness mother. He knew this was coming. UNC challenges local government reform in court. CAF launches first Caribbean branch. Santa Vera. World respects TNT for aviation. Santa De Freitas. Civil Aviation Authority Board needs specialists. Uh, TTNGL reports 23% increase in profits in third quarter. WASA launches online approval system in Tobago. And Udicott Chairman, Red House Roof not leaking. We move now to the Guardian online. Unicard boss demands apology from UNC. 
hefty fines for participating in Ponzi schemes. UNC activists files lawsuit over local government elections. Three Chinese nationals freed of money laundering charges. Energy experts examine TNT's quest to move away from fossil fuels. Beckles calls for climate financing for small islands. Boy three attacked by dog and CPAP worker shot dead. It's San Juan Panyard, two others wounded, and $901,088 spent on trips for Al Rawi, Amor, and personal between 2019 and 2022. So those are trending stories in your Express, your Newsday and The Guardian for today, Wednesday, the 16th of November. All right. Thank you so much, Paul. Um, and I just want to, let me just get it here. And there's a video that I just that just popped up, right? Let me just pause it here for a second. And it is students from Mova Laventil Secondary School. There's some good news for you. Some lovely um, young ladies. Um, they went and they bought uh, water and snacks and some food and so on. And they decided to give it to the less fortunate in their society. So I want to say kudos to this young lady, Crystal, and the young ladies that I just saw in this video that was sent to me uh, of the Mova Laventil Secondary School. All right, kudos to you guys. Pooling your funds and purchasing items and giving it to the less fortunate. Well done, girls. Well done. Kudos to you guys. Perfect example of what you should be. So that's some good news there, fellas. I thought I'll slip that in before we get into our pool. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right, so let me just uh, go for a quick break. Um, but before I do that, let me just uh, tell you um, what our poll was. It's now closed. Our poll from yesterday. Do you believe the police narrative that state witness Jelano Romney was offered police protection and refused it? That was our poll yesterday. Results after this. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your Auto Champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545. And like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. Get a master's degree from the UWE Atalogjack Global School of Business. We offer programs to fit your busy lifestyle with internationally accredited degrees and online classes for MBA, HR, finance, marketing, sustainable energy, and SME management. Logjack GSB is an affordable and convenient choice for career-driven, leadership-oriented professionals. Registration is now open for January 2023. Learn more at logjackgsb.edu.tt. That's logjackgsb.edu.tt. Or email admissions at logjackgsb.edu.tt. This Christmas can be extra special for your loved ones. Send and receive more with MoneyGram. Make your loved ones and your Christmas extra special this year. With every MoneyGram transfer, this Christmas you have the chance to get your cash back. You can win the value of your transaction back in cash. Share the joy of Christmas with your loved ones. Visit any MoneyGram agent or location for details. And check our Facebook and Instagram page. This promotion has been approved by the NLCB. 
All right, again, our poll from uh, yesterday it is now closed. Uh, do you believe the police narrative that state witness Jelano Romney was offered police protection and refused it? Well, 60% said no. 60% said no. All right, uh, Paul, our morning poll for today. So the poll comes from the fact that Jamaica has enacted limited, limited states of emergencies in specific areas to deal with gang violence. Their laws allow that. Our question this morning, should our laws in TNT be changed to allow for limited states of emergency in specific areas of the country to deal with gang violence All right. or criminality? Should our laws be changed to allow for limited states of emergency in TNT in specific areas of the country to deal with gang violence? Yes or no? All right. Two, 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 eight, two, five, five. Six one two eight two five five North Americans, you can give us a call. It's toll free. Eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. That's our numbers. Of course, you can message on our mobile app, which you should have by now. Just look for Paul One or Two FM Trinidad and download it. And uh, on our on your browser, it'd be Edge or Chrome or whatever um, at Paul One or Two FM. Com. Our first call. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Sandy Grandy, my answer is yes. Lovely, Sandy Grandy. How's the weather in your neck of the woods? Well, the weather is not too bad this morning, but we have it off and on. Our problem is water in the line, water yeah. in the tap. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Grandy. Have a good one. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. Morning. Um, yes, to the poll. Yes, to the poll. Lovely. Thank you, Sunny San Fernando. All right. Um, dum, 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 dum. Good morning, Rena Boudou Jennings. Uh, uh, Dennis says, home court advantage, Wanda. DPA, good morning to you. CJ says, yes. Kenny out in Harlem also says yes susie b long time susie b hope all is well uh also says yes let's head down to the sleepiest person in the world with the shortest short pants good morning <laughs> good morning gentlemen all yes all righty thank you so much there have a nickname for you know one day i'll tell you um good morning kenny uh miss ingrid my answer to the poll is absolutely yes thank you so much miss ingrid are you at work right now it's quite early i think it's what uh five o'clock in the morning almost yeah almost five uh d good morning yeah uh guys yes to the poll thank you d carol Guevara, walk one yes uh wayne out in simcoe ontario canada uh, where it's getting a bit chilly and a little flurries here and there. Says yes. Thank you so much, Wayne. Uh, you can keep that cool up there. I had enough of that. That is cool. Whew. All right, so 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans, you can chime in with the toll-free number 866-525-1099. You can also message on our mobile app. Or our website at power102fm.com. All right. Uh, 
Oh boy. All right, so let's do it. Again, our morning poll. Uh, let me just get it here. Should our, law, our laws be changed to allow for limited states of emergencies in specific areas of the country to deal with crime, with gang violence? That That's our poll. All right. Give us a call, like this caller here. Good morning. Where are you calling from? Morning, this is Toyota, say so yes. Toyota? We you driving a B14, Nissan? Nah. A Honda? A good Toyota. A Royal Saloon, a Super Saloon? Yes, Toyota's a good one. A good one. All right. Yeah. I saw a nice Super Saloon the other day, boy. Immaculate condition. Okay, okay. Thank you, pal. All the best there. Right. Remember a long time when people wanted to get a Super Saloon and Royal Saloon? That with five years. Woo. Now you had to wait just under two weeks. Time to go for res registra res registration and so on. Um, well, Reno, DJ Ray, it's quite simple, you know. We just want to know, um, should our laws be changed to allow limited states of emergencies in specific areas of the country to deal with gang violence? That's our pool, DJ Ray. All right. Uh, good morning, caller. <clears throat> Hello, Mrs. R here. Uh, former. Yes, morning. Yes, Mrs. R forever and ever. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my answer is yes, please, definitely. And I hear your friend yesterday, but oh, it's only Mrs. R. He brings things for, I forget her name. Is Zena? That's Zena? Um, I'm not sure. The name. I think it's Zena. Yeah, the one that um, is where the shortest short pants and... And uh, yeah, Richard has been taking yeah. pictures. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So they're going down the road. All right. So, all right. Love you guys. Bye. All right. No problem. Take care. Um, sexy San Fernando. Morning to you. Yes to the pool. Uh, Ish out in Malik also says yes. Big guy is in the house. Says yes. Um, Peter, Judy, locked on in Charlotte. Where's Clyde? Judy says yes. I say no because it further stresses the innocent residents. All right, uh, Judy and um, Peter. I see like Clyde is out of the picture. All right. We have less than a minute again to take um, your votes on our morning poll. Should our laws be changed? to allow for limited states of emergency in specific areas of the country to deal with crime violence. That's our poll, all right? Um, so vote on it. Of course, our poll will stay up until tomorrow morning. Hey, Dairy Queen, yummy, 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 can do it some Dairy Queen right now, is recruiting for their management team. So if you've got what it takes to run a dynamic team, give Dairy Queen a call. Uh, we might have the perfect opportunity for you. And that number to call is 201-2388. That's 201-2388. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.